This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Well, the stats tell me we'd be eighth in the league going off them 19 games. Um... That's okay. That's okay. Um, that's a position that um, shows that there's been progress, but it also shows that there's work to do. There's improvements in areas that we can we can both push and guide moving forward. And um, I think the 19 games have been really interesting. Certainly, I've, from my point of view, I've learned an awful lot about the players individually and collectively. Um, but we very much know where we are. We've we've made progress. We've done okay. But there's still room to improve and get better. That's the exciting part. We, we want the players to help move the club forward. We want them to be obsessed with getting better individually. We want them to contribute individually and collectively to keep moving the club forward. Everyone needs to be obsessed with trying to make this club and move this club forward because that's the way we are and that's the way we want to be. Welcome to the My Old Man Said podcast. It's something for the weekend time. I'm David Michael, your host. Joining me, as usual, for something for the weekend, Mr. Chris Hello. Budge. Hello, how are you? I'm okay. I just uh, had a quick day trip to Dublin this week, so I got to taste... Uh, oh, it's been a few years since I've been there. Five, six, seven years. So I got to taste Guinness as God made it, which is always a pleasure. Oh, lovely. What have you been up to? Cracking on, mate. Doing voiceovers this week for the album. Can you? Can we do some voiceovers for all of us on this podcast? <laughs> just the whole thing. Just yeah. Just Dave transform with the voice all, of God. all our voices. Yeah. Uh, we need to get Phil Shaw a Brummie accent. I feel. I think uh, the Irish accent. I think we just lose about, like thirty percent of our potential listeners with that. I think. I think. So if you could get a voiceover for that, much well, obliged. to give us a bit of a global market. <laughs> Yes, indeed. And probably uh, make uh, Dan Rogers' voice female, just to make sure we're diverse. Can you imagine? And, and are inclusive. A female version of Dan Rogers. There's a prospect for a podcast. So yes, please, uh, once you finish with your voiceovers, uh, w- I'll just send you all the uh, audio Noted. files for every 
podcast we've ever done. <laughs> right, uh, cracking on. Uh, if this is your first taste of the My Old Men Said podcast, this is just our little sharpener for the weekend. Uh, the full show uh, is another thing altogether. So uh, do check uh, the podcast feed to uh, see when the last, I think it's episode 183 is the last main show. And if you're a patron, you've got a few extra shows this week. I think I put out four so far in the last few days. So uh, if you're interested in becoming a My Old Man Said patron and getting access to those shows and also joining us for uh, Match Club uh, during the uh, the Wolves game, which we'll be talking about uh, in a second. Uh, so you go to myomensaid.com and click on the Patreon link to join us there. Also, this episode is being brought to you by Penfold, the pension experts for the self-employed and pensionless. I actually uh, signed up to Penfold uh, and sorted out my pension as a self-employed person myself during uh, lockdown when I realised uh, it might be a good idea to uh, sort out my long-term finances, which is something I kind of focused my or men said on rather than the whole gambling route uh, that seems to be uh, de rigueur with the old football media. This seems a lot more constructive. So if you are in a position where you're like self-employed or uh, Maybe you've got like a side hustle or something. It's definitely worth checking out uh, Penfold uh, at getpenfold.com stroke moms, M-O-M-S, and using the code moms. And when you sign up and fund your pension fund, you will get uh, an extra bonus, uh, £50 as well. I mean, the main benefits of uh, having a pension is uh, you get uh, 25% government tax bonus on everything you put in. You also get uh, compound interest from an expertly managed fund. So all the money you put in is uh, gaining uh, that uh, interest from uh, the investment. You have a choice of several risks and several funds, and uh, BlackRock uh, is the the main funds, but there's also ethical funds, etc., that you can uh, choose from. Uh, and essentially, you're running your pension from your phone. It's as easy as that, and only takes about five minutes to uh, set up. As with all investments, uh, though, your capital is at risk, and the value that you put in may go down as well as up. Actually, this is a good time to sign up as well because uh, this month they're actually giving away 40 grand to a Penfold pension holder. And if you uh, sign up, you get 25 entries to uh, it's essentially a raffle for the uh, 40k that's put in your pension. The deadline for that is April the 5th. So uh, you need to get your skates on for that. So uh, that's just a little bit of sprinkle of incentive to uh, join up now. And if you've already uh, downloaded the app uh, but haven't funded your account, uh, it's probably a good idea to uh, do that now uh, before that date uh, if you were thinking of uh, starting your pension. So uh, once again, uh, getpenfold.com stroke moms m-o-m-s use the code moms and uh, get all the details there thank you very much right you know how we like to start something for the weekend how do we like to start it with a fancy watch of course well no we like a villa minute we do like a villa minute where we uh sum up what's been happening uh well over the international break since we last played uh against arsenal Seems such a long time ago in this stop and start season. Who's sponsoring uh, the Villa Minute this week? This week we're uh, back with the wonderful people from Hublot who've sent us a nice pair of the iconically designed Big Bang MP11 timepieces. Very nice, these ones. Bit of a statement watch, these ones, if you've seen the picture. 
Big Bang. What does that refer to? It says here, boasts an astonishing power reserve of 14 days. Is it an electronic watch? What's the sc- I haven't, You haven't shown me this. I, I wondered why uh, you hadn't sent me anything. I, I thought you were doing a bit of a, bit of a side hustle on Click this Click on one. the link. I'm a bit dubious. I'm just reading, like, power reserve of 14 days and then rainbow alligator strap. I haven't seen many rainbow alligators uh, in my life. Well, that's what we want. <laughs> <laughs> I would prefer, like, a unicorn strap. Okay. A rainbow unicorn strap. Unicorn hair. Now, that sounds very Harry Potter. <laughs> the only other thing about this watch I'm a bit dubious about, Chris Bud, is uh, this 48 baguette cut coloured gemstone how do you cut diamonds with a baguette well now there's that's that's really uh that's craftsmanship isn't it <laughs> for that extra bit of vavavoom i used to live in paris and and i've never heard of people cutting diamonds with a baguette maybe it's un baton or it says baguette in their press does, release wow. right anyway i think we should move on to uh matters Let's. of villa Let's uh, see what this uh, baguette-cut rainbow (laughs) alligator strap watch can do in a Villa Minute. Right, generating rainbow power. Eating a baguette. (laughs) Go. Prior to the international break, Villa were looking to get back on track after the West Ham defeat against the re-energised and upwardly mobile Arsenal. Buendia returned to the starting lineup, as did Ashley Young as SG changed shape. With Villa's previously good record against the Gunners at home, positivity was in the air, but the top four Arsenal team were a different beast this season. Organised and sharper, Arteta's side were dominant in possession and it came as little surprise when Saka lashed home the first half opener. It was a familiar Villa Park scenario of this season, some questionable refereeing and some even more questionable passing from Villa's misfiring and largely passive midfield. While Villa's defensive organisation improved in the second half, it would prove to be yet another frustrating afternoon on home soil as they clocked up their sixth home defeat of the season. Only Ollie Watkins snapshot off the post and their first shot on target from a Coutinho injury time free kick provided the Villa faithful with any excitement. Villa's record against the top eight continued the trend of the season with only one win against the so-called big boys. The international break, however, proved fruitful for many of Villa's international players with Watkins and Mings netting for England against Ivory Coast. Jacob Ramsey scoring a stunner for the under-21s. McGinn stood out again for Scotland with a goal assist and congratulations to the Polish Cafu as Matty Cash and his Poland side qualified for the World Cup in Qatar, beating Robin Olsen and Sweden. Coutinho was amongst the goals for Brazil, as was Bailey for Jamaica, both converting penalties. Domestic matters now return with Villa, close to full strength, heading to Molyneux to take on the Dogheads to hopefully banish the nightmare of what happened in the reverse fixture at Villa Park. Oh, don't mention that. Oh, uh, that felt more like a Villa hour, to be honest, but uh, never mind. This uh, rainbow... It's a bit slow to watch, isn't it? Uh, yeah, uh, I'm say, I think we should send that back, actually. My baguette's a bit uh, stale. Ugh. Right, uh, Ramsey never never scores a dud, does he? He just does he does he ever score from inside the box? Does he know what a tapping is? He's got uh, great goal, kind one. of sim- similarities to how Gerard used to strike the ball, yeah. to be honest, which is a good sign. But uh, let's not forget uh, those sloppy passes in his own uh, his own half against Arsenal before everybody uh, makes him England captain. He's still a work in progress, which uh, people do uh, forget about. The signs are good. The signs are good. Yeah, the, the signs are very good. Way, way, way above our expectations. I think as any Villa fan, uh, yeah. If you if you track back uh, twelve months ago, but it does happen with uh, players, uh, promising players. Yeah. There'll be a purple patch uh, of a few months where they really kick on. It, the stars align and uh, off they go. They get that little thing that just ignites them into life, don't they? Because for, you know, for a while we didn't yeah. quite know what he was going to, where his position would yeah. be, and then now he's like, wow, pushed on. 
But there is a thing about the Villa midfield is uh, when you're getting into games uh, like Arsenal, like West Ham and the Wolves game that we're going to have, in these tougher, tighter tussles, you, you need your midfield not to uh, make unforced errors. And once that's in his game, then he, you know he should be quite a player. Yeah. Anyway, uh, moving on to the Gerard press conference. It's, uh, I think these pre-match press conferences will soon be after the game. They're getting later and later. Very inconvenient, Villa, come on. uh, The main thing uh, we obviously look at these press conferences for is mainly the injuries because everything else is, uh, it's all just... uh, Hot air? (laughs) Yeah, hot air. Uh, Lucas Dean, as we've seen, got 90 minutes uh, with France. Uh, He was always being earmarked for that second game and uh, I think that's uh, best case scenario, wasn't it? Playing actually the whole game which uh, would get him back. And he's come back a lot quicker than we expected, as we said previously. There were some doom and gloom tweets coming out from uh, Villa's social media team, and there was this kind of consensus that it was a long-termer, but uh, it seems to be okay. Speaking of long-term, Marvellous Nakamba, who impressed at the start of Gerard's uh, tenure here at Villa, uh, looks like he's going to be playing uh, for the under-23s as opposed to uh, featuring for the, uh, the full Villa team. I can't see him, uh, if he's going to play, let's say, an hour for the under-23s on a Friday night. I can't see him being in the matchday squad the next day. No, they probably want to get him ready for Tottenham next week, where I'd imagine he'll be in the squad. Yeah, for sure. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science, with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. I think the most interesting thing I got from that press conference was Gerard admitting that he had voted for the five substitutions. It's something we voted for as as a manager. You want to be able to use as much of your talent as possible and we want to have pathways for our youngsters. This is something that Dean Smith voted against, if my memory uh, serves me He certainly came out publicly and spoke against it. Yeah. 
So uh, I don't know uh, if that's an indication of uh, we're going to get a few more, uh, let's say, a bit more quality depth to our squad because it only works. I mean, it's it serves up such a big advantage to the the, the top three or four teams that have got elite level match day squads across the board, especially City and Chelsea, who have got like pretty much two international players in every position yeah so uh i mean this is one of these things where if Klopp, the likes of Klopp and guardiola just keep going on about it and it'll be resisted initially but eventually they'll get their way and uh it's you know they frame it, oh the welfare of the players the welfare of the players and then uh, actually, changes. <laughs> it's fucking tactical advantage uh is the bottom line yeah there's been a bit of that i mean there's been a bit of hypocrisy hasn't there in the was it City a couple of weeks ago? They played at Palace, drew the game, and had an absolutely ludicrous quality bench, and didn't use any. Well, you've of it. seen it where like Pepper Klopp's come out publicly, it's moaning about fixture congestion, and then not rotated the team. Oh, I think that's whatsoever. just to prove a point, though. Yeah, I mean, uh, the only way this works for Villa is if they have, do have a solid depth of squad, because if you, you know, we've, we've seen our bench even this season. It, there's been games where they've been pretty weak, very and, young uh, as well. The bench. There's been a few players that you know certain uh, Villa fans wouldn't have heard of uh, sitting on the bench, which is never a, a sign that you, you it's going to work out to your advantage having five subs. But anyway, the die is cast. Uh, it, it, it's a big advantage for those uh, top uh, four, t- uh, you know, four or so teams for sure. <laughs> Anything else from the uh, the press conference that uh, perked your interest? Just sort of predictably, MCC is a chance to claw some points back, but with the amount of points we'd have to claw back to reigning wolves, I think it's you know it, it ain't going to happen. I wouldn't unless unless something absolutely catastrophic happened for wolves. I, I think we'll be finishing beneath them now. Come yeah, May. the only way you could convince me we're going to uh, finish higher than wolves. Uh, is if we beat them and then beat Spurs the next week. Yeah, because we do have the game in hand, but you'd need Wolves to kind of really blow up at the same time, wouldn't you? Yeah, and, you know, we've got we've got to play City, we've got we've got to play Liverpool, Tottenham and, and playing Spurs well. have just mentioned. Burnley twice so who are fighting. Yeah, and of course you've got to remember the relegation teams would be battling away, so uh, never say never, but uh, there's nothing really that much to gain finishing above Wolves. It's not an obsession or anything, so it's no real big deal. The main thing for Villa is to finish finish uh, ninth or 10th yep. just finish in the top half ultimately wouldn't be seen as progress not for where the progress was meant to take us but it you know the likes of Perslow it's and tangible Gerard at least will be able to sleep at night uh, yeah. knowing at least they've moved an inch forward yeah Wolves manager did he have anything to say I think he's sort of you know, obviously they haven't been informed particularly so it's, it's kind of two teams who've had a little bit of sort of fluctuating form recently we've had injuries they've got two big injuries obviously I think it looks like Jimenez won't play he's suspended and uh, Ruben Neves who's probably there best player he's out um whether or not that's going to make any difference on the day i don't know he always does tend to play really well against villa though. he's a player yeah. who i really rate to be honest i think he's a, a cracking player let's uh address the uh the stat of the uh the week now or the stat the the big stat what's it called big stat <laughs> the key stat yeah. the big stat wolves this uh calendar year have earned 21 Premier League points uh, and only Liverpool on 28 have a better record which uh, is impressive but then you compare you you look at their current form uh, the last six games and they've actually lost four of those uh, last six and they've lost to some kind of you know, teams beneath them at home. They're kind of they're a little bit patchy at home. They look yeah. like they're a really good side on the break away from home, whereas they don't tend to be as strong at them at the Molyneux for some reason. I don't know. Well, what. their away record's the fourth best in the league, so yeah. you know they're Champions League material in terms of away form, and uh, 
you know, it would be useful to have that away form uh, if you're in like a two-legged European mm-hmm. games. But uh, but home obviously is where uh, we have a chance here. I think. Uh, well, we had a chance at Villa Park. But we fucking threw it away after being two 0 up with ten, 10 minutes, minutes yeah. to go. <laughs> I think that will probably end up. We'll, we'll look back on that come May as, as probably one of the defining moments of the season. That game. Well, it's like that. The relic is it the relegation season when we were two 0 up against yes. Leicester. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, these games do shift the momentum and the confidence uh, and the manager time, out the though. door sometimes. Yeah, it's a, the psychological impact cannot be uh, underestimated. So, looking at this, uh, it is a it's a strange one where Wolves have been very impressive for this calendar year, but uh, there's been a few chinks in their armour recently, mm. and uh, with a couple of big guns in, injured, uh, this might actually be a decent opportunity. I mean, Villa have obviously uh, coming off the back of two uh, disappointing results. Is this the third time we've played away on the trot? No, because we had Arsenal at home. This is one of these where some people would take a draw here, but I think there's a there's a chance here just from the fact that Wolves have lost four of the last six, and uh, you know the likes of Neves uh, won't be there. Yeah, I mean last season's game was obviously was probably the epitome of a smash and grab, wasn't it? They battered us for ninety minutes. We got a penalty in stoppage time, and El Ghazi duly dispatched it. That was a game I think when we all stood up and thought, "Wow, Martinez is." Truly world class here. I remember he made about three or four like really top quality saves that day. Yeah, and you know that's where he earned his corn basically, mm-hmm. isn't it? So these are the games, uh, and that's what I was saying about uh, the, the midfield being a bit uh, slapdash and giving a ball away too much. Mm-hmm. You know, if we if you're doing that in the scenario of when we were at Molyneux uh, last season, you, you're not going to win that game. You've got to be tight yeah. at the back if you're going to do a smash and grab. And as you said, you've got, to, you've got to be doing that if you want to do better against the top eight sides. And this season, you know, especially compared to last, our record against the, the so-called bigger sides, or the teams above us at least, are, um, is pretty woeful, bar the win at Man United, yeah. the win at Old Trafford. Interesting uh, Danny Ing stat, isn't there? Yeah. Uh, against the Wolves. Yeah, obviously scored in the last two games against Wolves, uh, but has ended on the uh, the losing side on both both occasions. I think there's only three players to have done that in three consecutive games and lost Matt Letizia, Rod Wallace... And Ashley Barnes, the most recent. So that could be a, an interesting stat that Danny Ings doesn't want to join that. Leave him on the bench yeah. is what I say. <laughs> Would you return back to uh, Ings and Watkins up front? I, 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 I'd be tempted to, yeah. actually. I, I'd hit the refresh button, especially now you know you're going to have Luca Dina back. So you get a little bit of impetus from fullback. Um, and I think Cash will be, he'll be buzzing after his exploits with you know, Poland in midweek so I think you can offer a little bit more punch and of course you don't have to worry about the the threat going the other way of Adama Traore anymore yeah. which would have I think you know, in, in, sort of in previous games he would have really pinned back you know what would have been Matt Target last season uh, and probably earlier this season as well you know you'd be thinking about the counter-attack and guys who can run in behind you I, I, I think you can kind of you can you, you can kind of be a little bit more positive I think this time around but be conscious of Wolves you know on the break yeah they haven't really suffered from uh getting rid of uh, Troy, although I thought he was a good option for them. I mean, I think he's They'd a good option to have in your match. Yeah, I think he's an option to have in your match day squad for sure, even... Uh, I don't think he's a starter. I mean, there's argument. I mean, we're talking uh, if you were, let's say, a top six team. He's a weapon, isn't he, basically? You can sort of throw him on and he'll, yeah. he'll change the game every now and then. But his end product is just so hit and miss that I think if they 
Now he's gone for a more um, maybe a slightly more pragmatic approach, and it seems to have worked for Wolves this year. Now they're very, yeah. very solid at the back, as they they often have been since they've come up. Um, because you know, many people hold their hands up and say, once Nuno was gone, uh, you'd think they'd struggle. But uh, it looked to begin with like they would, and then they kind of got their house in order, didn't they? Around about the time they came to Villa Park and won, they went on that crazy winning run, it catapulted yeah. them up the table. Of course, uh, Molyneux hosting. Uh, some England games. Yeah, uh, it's got some of the women's Euros, well. hasn't it? And then I think England play there twice in the Nations League in June against Italy yeah. and Hungary. Uh, so uh, the custard bowl gets a bit of glamour uh, in the next uh, few weeks, starting off with obviously Villa uh, visiting there. Right, we'll keep this short and sweet uh, since the game is uh, nearly upon us. Uh, just we like to close by asking the question, uh, if we were... To improve our first eleven, and could poach one player from the opposition. Uh, who are we poaching? Uh, to me, it's pretty obvious. Uh, Nevers, wouldn't you? Surely. Yeah, I mean, a to stop him doing any damage to us. <laughs> Twice as pretty season, much. Yeah. <laughs> and B, uh, where would he play though? He, he's like uh, in a current setup, you'd play him over Louise. He does what Louise yeah. does, but better. He's more controlled on the ball. He's better in the tackle. He's physical. He's got a bit of a nasty streak to him. And he he's that guy who can run a game for you. I don't necessarily think he's an out-and-out out six. I think he's more of an eight, isn't he? But yeah. you can kind of play him in that role. Um, or he'd play maybe alongside McGinn um, if you brought in someone. And he's, he's got the, uh, I mean, offensively, he's got that end product in terms of his yeah. shooting that we were, we thought that Louise was bringing to the party uh, from the early games that we saw. I mean, he hit two screamers and then we never saw him shoot again uh, no. on target from, uh, you know, 30 yards or so. No, no, no. And he's, and he's very good at set pieces. Uh, another thing that Louise, uh, we were expecting uh, more from. Uh, but yeah, that is uh, the thing, just talking about Neves's qualities. Uh, some of those qualities you were hoping from Louise, we saw them early doors and then uh, no sign of him. I don't know if that's because they've been uh, trained out of him at Bodymore Heath. Maybe he's just confidence, <laughs> they, I don't know. There's a few players that came in good and then after a few months at Bodymore Heath, left half the player they used to be. <laughs> <laughs> Illustrious list. It happens, it happens. But uh, yeah, no, it's. Uh, I think that's the interesting thing about Douglas Louise. It's one of those, uh, in terms of new contracts, uh, I don't think Villa are convinced that maybe he's the man because obviously they've been chasing somebody who ultimately would probably take his uh, place in the first 11. And, and maybe Louise doesn't 100% think uh, he's getting the love here. And, you know, for example, if Coutinho doesn't, continue at Villa next season then that's another reason where Luis you know he's losing another Brazilian and he probably you know mm-hmm. quite liked having uh, Coutinho around the place so that might be another reason for him to uh, think about passages elsewhere if those new contract terms aren't uh, going the way that uh, he perhaps would like and then if uh, Villa suddenly bring in somebody uh, f- for uh, the DM position he might do a mat target and uh, poo his pants a bit <laughs> Yeah, that's one way of putting it. <laughs> well, we'll leave it at that, shall we? That's a good place to end. Right. That just leaves me to say, hopefully we can channel the power of Bjarnason <laughs> and gun down the dog heads, make short work of them, and uh, get out of the custard bowl with three points. Amen to that. Right, that's it. We've got to go. Bye. <laughs> days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com 
This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.